Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. This is Johnny Tan, author of From My Mama's Kitchen, Food for the Soul, Recipes for Living. Happy April and welcome to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk radio show. Here's a quick announcement. Our April heart-centered and passion-driven Inspirations for Better Living digital magazine designed to help moms build a better future for themselves, their families, and loved ones. It's live at inspirationsforbetterliving.com. April's theme is Spring Magic, Nourishing Our Heart, Mind, Body, and Spirit. The magazine offers inspirational stories from our dedicated team of experts to help you navigate your current situation with confidence in your motherhood journey as the CEO, if not the CEO, of your family. So please go to inspirationsforbetterliving.com to treat yourself to some engaging, entertaining, and enlightening stories. You deserve it. As for our radio show this morning, my guest for today is Dr. Paul Hanna. Dr. Paul is a physician, master teacher healer, spiritual qigong master, speaker, and author. He is a high-energy, creative, compassionate master teacher and healer who dedicates his generous life force to teaching people how to create the balance, health, joy, and prosperity for themselves. Dr. Paul is a vessel through which energy, light, and love flows in abundance. When he smiles and shakes your hand, it opens your heart. Dr. Paul's remarkable awareness skills of his client as an energy being allows him to quickly identify blockages in their fields and lovingly guides them to make profound decisions that empower them onto the road to transformation. He holistically supports people and organizations, asking them to consider their physical, spiritual, and emotional choices. He combines his knowledge of Western and Eastern medicine to help others on their path to self-realization. Dr. Paul's latest book, Remembering Qualities of Your Soul, Joyfully Living Your God Self, is a rare collection of success principles showing us the path to reconnecting to our God Self through brilliant realizations and practices. Dr. Paul is also one of our featured expert contributors to our April Inspirations for Better Living magazine. Please go to inspirationsforbetterliving.com to read his empowering story, My Life's Journey, in our Papa's Wisdom section. As for our kitchen table conversation this morning, Dr. Paul and I will be talking about his remarkable life's journey and how we can learn to take brilliant actions in shifting our attitude to raise our vibrational frequency to live an inspired, successful life. Happy Wednesday, Dr. Paul. Welcome to From My Mom's Kitchen Talk Radio. How are you doing this morning? I'm so perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, with that introduction, I say what I'm going to say. You said all those things, you know. <laughs> okay. I'm very humbled to uh, be here and very inspired to be here. Fantastic. Well, wonderful. It is a pleasure to have you with me. Remembering qualities of your soul, joyfully living your God self is an insightful, engaging read. The information shared is very educational and empowering for the heart, mind, body, and spirit. So congratulations on this release. Thank you very much. Thank you for sharing that and putting it out there in the ether for me. I really appreciate that with much gratitude. You're welcome, sir. Yes. Let us start by getting to know you a little better. Please give us a quick walkthrough of your life from childhood to the present moment. 
<laughs> well, that's very interesting. Uh, I'm one of <laughs> seven children. Uh, mm-hmm. I have five, six brothers and like, one sister. I was born like in the South Mississippi, McCool, Mississippi. And that was an interesting little town where I learned about responsibility. At an early age, um, we had to catch the bus at 6.30 in the morning. And so you had to be able to be responsible to your chores, like feed the hogs and milk the cows. So you learned that. So that taught me how to initially be responsible. Also, I got in tune to nature. And mm-hmm. that is by the smells. You can smell the rain. You can feel things and know things. So that was very good to me. So moving forward, I'm moving forward a little bit. So I stayed there in Mississippi until I was 15, came to Chicago. And Chicago, I continued the journey of living with my mother at that time. Before that, I was living with my grandparents. And mm-hmm. I still ended the journey of, like, now I'm in Chicago. It's a big city. It smelled different. People were faster. And <laughs> I realized that I was taught to speak to everybody. When I came to Chicago, everybody didn't speak to you. I said, when I was speaking to people, I said, who are you? Do I know you? I said, no, I'm just being human. I'm speaking to you. So it was kind of interesting to see all of that. So going through all of that, um, I learned to adjust to people, different frequencies, different energy. And going through high school, you know, it was kind of challenging. When I graduated from Shelbyke, I said I wanted to go to a university. They said, oh, mm-hmm. my parents didn't have the money, so I went to a junior college, at which point I had to pay for it myself. So I don't know if you ever heard of um, manpower. Mm-hmm. If you haven't heard of manpower, where you had to get up at 4 30 in the morning, 5 30, go down to some place and stand in line, he's going to call you to work one day. So I mm-hmm. paid my way through college by doing that. Got my AA degree. My mother was so excited. I got my AA degree. said, no, I was the first one to do that. I said, no, I got to get a bachelor's. I was doing it in stages. At least I had one degree, and I went and got my bachelor's degree from Chicago State University. That was also inspirational and graduated. Then I said, okay, i got to get my master's now. I went to IIT. Uh, I got my master's in uh, counseling. And there, mm-hmm. when I was doing my interview, I said, do you all have a PhD program? I guess they looked at me kind of strange. They said, well, we haven't accepted you for your master's yet. I know, but in my mind, has already graduated my master's, like, being the forward thinking. I'm always thinking. And then when I got ready to get my master's degree, and, like, when I graduated, I said, with my PhD, all of a sudden I had an epiphany. Uh, and he said, what mm-hmm. is this? I said, I'm, I'm going to go to medical school. Everybody said, why are these people laughing? My, mm-hmm. parents, my, my family thought I was crazy. My professor said, well, you going to get an a MD? I said, yeah, I'm going to get an MD, not a PhD. Mm-hmm. I had a shift. <laughs> Something shifted me. And that shift me, and everybody laughed. He said, if you get in, I will buy you Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. At that time, I started my martial arts uh, degree in graduate society with the Shaolin. They were mm-hmm. teaching me. My teacher said, you know, you got a lot of energy. I said, okay. Then I passed that school. I met my teacher, George Lee Hu. He was, mm-hmm. um, taught me praying mantis. And uh, for a while, I stayed with praying mantis. And he, I, don't know, I don't know why he selected me to do praying mantis, but it's freaking my nature. I always move forward. That's what you always move forward. Praying mantis always mm-hmm. move forward. They don't reverse. So mm-hmm. from there, I got, I said, I'm going to medical school. I got accepted. I got accepted to Rush and University of Illinois. And that's all the time when I realized I was, I was frankly intuitive because that night mm-hmm. I dreamed that that so that I would get two letters for, should I say, a substance medical school. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, today, the mailman rang. I got two letters for accepted for you being, I got accepted. Now I'm in medical school. I've been in school with so many people. Their grandparents and grandparents were doctors. I mean, no one of my family was a doctor. I said, I'm going to compete with you guys. But I got in. Mm-hmm. But the interview process was even more challenging than that because you had to get to 15 people's they all had to say yes to you. I mean, at least eight mm-hmm. had to say yes. 
But the interview was very challenging. It was some really challenging questions. Some people say, once you go work in the factory, like your family has to say, well, because I have more potential, suppose white folks don't want to see you. I say, well, white folks have a right not to see me because every soul have a right. They have two things, free will and choice. I think they were trying to rock me because my grades mm-hmm. are good. My MCAT was good. And I had good relevance, but they were looking. Some people didn't make the interview. So I had a lot of those things, and, and, and Rush I, made me stronger. And whatever they did made me more intense to learn to graduate. At that mm-hmm. time, I met my metaphysical teacher, studied metaphysics, and also studied Tai Chi. It helped me to deal with the challenges in medical student life because I, taught, I trained all opposition into my strength. So it became more Taoist in a sense. Taoist said, whatever you say to me, doesn't matter what you say to me, victory is self-determined by me. And that was a big thing for me to learn, that victory was self-determined. That was my mentor that I had that mm-hmm. uh, kept me to keep going and going and going, you know. It was, it was a powerful that way. And that helped me throughout to my life as of today, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so also I had all appeared to me when I was younger that, you know, that mm-hmm. everything for, against you can also be for you. And you right. stop reacting and stop responding. You have to learn. As I learned that in martial arts. You don't react, you respond. I mean, right. that was a big thing in learning metaphysics. And everything I did in life, it was a of my thinking. And so you can't blame people. So there are no victims because mm-hmm. you, it's a co-created that way. You got to learn what part did you play in that. When you take right. total responsibility that, you can go to any opposition, and when they come up, you tell them the opportunity mm-hmm. to go deeper and deeper and mm-hmm. deeper. That was, very, that was very beneficial to have those kind of lessons for me, you know. So there's been yeah. that. So through medical school, I just uh, got that. When I did my residency, um, I was very, very good. They wanted me to do an internal medicine. I said, no, I don't want to do that. I want to be a real doctor. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? I want to be a psychiatrist. They laugh at me. I say, psychiatry is the mind, you know. I have to deal with the mm-hmm. mind of people. So I did that, and then I was getting deeper and deeper into the energy. I went back to school to do my relative child psychiatry. I became the chief of child psychiatry, and I'm still doing it. At that time, I went to Chinese and I went to Berkeley School of Acupuncture for Physicians. They go there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That was going deeper. Then I also learned, learned that I need to go deeper. I went to the Chinese Cultural Center, studied mm-hmm. acupuncture with them. There we went to Nanjing. For two, I mean, I was there for two times, like learning to specialize in ear acupuncture. I got deeper. I mean, deeper, deeper this energy <laughs> because I learned about metaphysics and energy. Yeah. And it began yeah. to, yeah, it was really important for me. So that's that's mm-hmm. that's kind of up to why I am right now. Energy, right? I start with energy. Fantastic. That sounds really wonderful. Were there memorable moments from your childhood that still influence you today? Because I knew you said you grew up with your grandparents, your grandmother in Mississippi, and then you moved to Chicago to join your mom. First and foremost, like you had said, that was a cultural shakeup. Even though within the family, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> geographically, it was, it was that's two different shake-up. scenarios. Yes. Yeah, it was a big shakeup. Um, the most memorable thing I have from living there when I was in the summer, as I said, mm-hmm. I was in tune to nature. I, I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Mm-hmm. Now I was very in tune to nature. When I was walking down to the pasture one day, to the woods, and something hit me when I was about 12, and I fell to the ground. And these words came to, my, came to me, aspire, detachment, wisdom, love. That was one big memory. Another big memory is I remember that my grandfather, he was very close to my life. And all the kids, he trusted me to cut his hair. I said, why you cut one of me? You cut your hair. I said, why <laughs> me? <laughs> but then um, he trusted me. 
mm-hmm. and just cut his hair. Then my mm-hmm. mother, you know, my your, my your granddaddy really have something for you. I said, well, okay. And he said, you just look at life in a different way from different other kids. I said, mm-hmm. okay. So he was very a big influence. My paternal and maternal grandmother was a very positive, well as my mother in my life. Mm-hmm. Coming up, I remember that. And uh, my uncle on my grandmother's side was very important. He taught us to be very respectful, very responsible. Mm-hmm. And I remember that. You have to be do things on time. You have to be respectful and be responsible. Yeah. Another thing from the from my that was some key things that I remember that people had close to me early yeah. on. Yeah. 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 Very, very interesting. When did spirituality become a conscious awareness in your life? Well, that's a very interesting question. You know, in itself they are very heavy religious. Right. <laughs> very religious. <laughs> I said, uh, you had to go to church every Sunday mm-hmm. and you have a special thing every fourth Sunday. And mm-hmm. the preacher would be talking. As a little kid, I, I know I was adolescent. It, it didn't feel right for me, Johnny, because he was talking about you go to hell, you're burning forever. I said, wow, that's a mean God. I don't believe God is that way. <laughs> I, said, I, I, I couldn't believe that. And I yeah. said, something got to be different. And so that shifted my mind. It got to be another way because it got to be a little. I don't think God can punish you forever. You, you sin, you sin, you sin. I said, wow. Right. It's just right. my inside crunch inside. I mean, I, that was my first break from the family in terms of ideology. I, I, just, I just can't go along with that. Yeah. So I had to find another way. Then I started looking at metaphysics, Taoism. All those things got to be another way in. And I realized that's another side. That's the carnal side and that's the divine side. So that was, mm-hmm. I learned that early to become mm-hmm. aware of that. And that became my credo. Then Dr. Berry, my metaphysical teacher, he came in the right time. When I left there, about 18 or 19, started talking about when I first met Dr. Berry, I came in to meet him, and I was willing to pay for the class on Sundays. And he looked at me, and he said, do you know who you are? I said, yes, I'm Paul Hanna. Do you know who you are? I said, I said no, I'm Paul Hanna. He said, no, the cosmic or the universe, you are qualified. You got wisdom in you, so therefore I cannot charge you. So he became my big, big mentor, very big influence of me now about learning the basis of spirituality and learning about why I'm here in this earth, he kind of put that in my mind, what's going on in terms of spirituality. That was Dr. David M. Berry. So that kept going. Then my metaphysical teacher also came in with the energy of that, talking about energy. Um, I said I take my Qigong master, that's to Hong, Hong, Dr. Hong, Master Hong. Mm-hmm. He, he talked about energy. I became a disciple of him. I didn't know Master Hong. He's the one endorsed my first book, Chico no waking, always living your vibrant self. And so, of mm-hmm. course, we had went to um, Tibet and mm-hmm. many places, and he was telling me about my energy and how I can, how I can deal with it. So those right. things really impact me that way. So those people were very powerful. Very, very interesting. Basically, as you journey yourself, like you say, you're talking about as you experience this, you obviously, whether consciously or not consciously, aware that life is a buffet line, so you wanted to flavor everything at a young age, which you did very, very well. So that sort of influenced you in the process of how you live your lifestyle and all that. But when did the study of energy become the foundation of your purpose? I think that, like I said, I graduated from medical school. I went through all of that. Mm-hmm. I became board certified. I went to become a child psychiatrist. I still was interested in it because children really mm-hmm. influenced me because mm-hmm. children energy is so pure. And, you know, if you study the age zero to uh, seven, they're pure love, pure open. 
And I said, mm-hmm. where does this energy come from? What is the energy? So Dr. Berry talked about the cycles of energy and that energy like that. And that's really got me deeper mm-hmm. and deeper and deeper and deeper. And when I got that, everything become energy to me. Martial arts, metaphysics, healing, my life. I focus on that divine aspect, that refined energy. So mm-hmm. it's starting that level. So special practice in Tai Chi Chuan, Qigong, and uh, I do a lot of Xinjiang, Bako Chan. Now, all those things help me to continue mm-hmm. with energy, very much so. Very, very interesting. So how did these disciplines contribute to your journey of self-discovery, personal vision of success, and embracing your soul purpose? Because my understanding of martial arts and the things that you have studied, because it's more inward versus outward, I guess it will be the best way to put it. <laughs> it, it is. It is an internal versus external. We cultivate yeah. an internal life force. And the internal life force, you go beyond the brute strength, you maximize, coordinate, and align the inner energy. And that really enhances your, your vital energy, your physical energy, all those things become, and your sensitivity, and your latent mm-hmm. psychic skills, all those things can come up. You learn how to be quiet. Learn mm-hmm. how to be still, and you learn mm-hmm. to breathe to with purification, unification, harmonization within yourself. All yeah. of those arts and metaphysics came together, and within that, it began to maximize and explode within me, already in me. I said, that's what Dr. Berry was talking about. You will find out within you, just keep getting quiet, keep practicing these thoughts, being focused on that. Then you will get to awakening bit by bit. So they all came together with the Qigong, with the metaphysics, with my desire, number one. You must mm-hmm. have a desire to go in. You must have a desire. And that desire will make you go into a detachment. And that detachment makes you more disciplined. Then you mm-hmm. keep on going. You keep unfolding. But that mm-hmm. desire to know more about energy, my desire to help other people, became get, became stronger and stronger and stronger. And it took me mm-hmm. all over the world. And mm-hmm. it made me go to different places like Malaysia. And I went to Malaysia, you know, and like, um, because Master Kwanku Kit, he said, Big Chinese uh, Tai Chi master. I, I'm with him. Mm-hmm. I said, I had to see you. And mm-hmm. he was talking about that. He saw me. He was very impressed. He said, you know, I'm going to put you in your book, he said, because <laughs> you're kind of different American. I'm going to put you. He referenced me in the book to be a teacher in this country. But again, mm-hmm. energy went to Malaysia. Energy pushed me to uh, Tibet, to Brazil, uh, all parts of China. It was to me to know. So I go wherever it is that can help me stimulate to awaken, to codify uh, myself. I could be a, a greater for myself and other people. Mm-hmm. Well, what happened is that it's, the destinations are unique in a way, mm-hmm. but the journey in itself contributed to your awakening, awareness, and enlightenment. And I presume that's when you realize the energy within yourself that is the God self. Yes, that kept happening. Dr. Barry told me that I didn't know what he was talking about when he first saw me. But as mm-hmm. I went through the process you talked about, it became more clear. And, that, and I went down to Mexico, and I met a, a shaman in the mountains. She didn't speak English, you know. And mm-hmm. I was waiting in line down there, Oaxaca, to get candles like everybody else for protection. Mm-hmm. And I waited there for two hours to see her. When I got to my turn to get my candle, she looked at me and said, I can't send your candle. That's what he told the interpreter. I said, why? Because you don't need it. You already got the guy forcing you. I was a little bit irritated, though. I wanted my candle, but, <laughs> but she wouldn't sell it. So she said, no. She, when I go into that fire dance, she kept hitting me, and like, just waking up. And she said, well, yes. And she was very pleased. And um, she just told me, keep going. She told me, when you go back home, 
just do spontaneous movement and get into the spirit. It will come out more than you. That was the interpretation given me, you know. The more I did that, in Qigong, we have it uh, a level where you select the, this key. You just follow, in, you follow your movement without mm-hmm. no inhibition. And then you have some relaxation that when it comes to like that. You, you will like do a different energy come through you. You feel mm-hmm. more alert, more alive, more in tune. So mm-hmm. she was correct about that. It was very in tune with my Qigong master. They were saying the same thing. So that awakening that allowed me, that grounded me to make more intense, <laughs> excited, mm-hmm. more, mm-hmm. it's very joyful inside. You know, that mm-hmm. joyfulness pushed me. So how can I get other people to feel the joyfulness? How can I get other people to wake up to that divine side? What can I do? And so that became one of my big things to write this book is to what can I do? And I said, I sit down and the book that coming through me, tell people mm-hmm. they got to get up. They got to wake up first. They got to get up. They got to keep up. There was mm-hmm. a process in that. Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting. Please give us a synopsis of remembering qualities of your soul, joyfully living your God self. The synopsis of the book is very, it's straightforward in the sense that I start off with people realizing that they have at least two. They have the ego side and they have the divine side. And you have to decide which one you desire to cultivate. And this book, Remembering Quality of Soul, is a concept about showing you what to do to wake up, to wake up to that. And when you wake up, you got to get up. When you get up, you got to keep up. And then I show energetic techniques to keep you in to maintain that. So now remembering deeper into mm-hmm. my qualities, I had this big desire, what can I do? Because my sole purpose is to be a light to this planet, uh, to raise the vibrational frequency. So therefore, I said, I can, this book came down through me, and that book is about remembering across your soul. You're living your God self is a, is a method, it's a process that one can do if they decide to cultivate the divine self. Mm-hmm. And you start with the desire, and the desire leads you to discipline. But you have to first decide which one you want to cultivate, the ego side or the divine side. And mm-hmm. so this is very because in the ego side, it's so powerful in the sensation out here. It's so powerful when people get addicted to the social media. It's so mm-hmm. powerful because you can conform to families, rules, and regulations that may not fit your own inequality, your own sole purpose. So you've got to have that power of desire and discipline. So I wrote this book. You've got to wake up to that inner self, that inner God self. You got to get up. You got to get up to work in the process of refining and cultivating who that desire self is. And then you got to keep up. You got to keep up with this process of awakening and expanding, realizing you're becoming one with the frequency, the divine frequency opened up the more light to this planet. So therefore, you're helping the whole earth here, you know. And so mm-hmm. I teach about energetic techniques that can enhance your energy. And the last one, I talk about affirmation that can keep you focused into your oneness. And whatever you can mm-hmm. focus your mind into the, focus your mind. When you can focus and individualize and emotionalize, you can materialize on this physical third dimension. And so right. therefore, affirmation is a, is a way of doing that. You select, you select the affirmation that you work on, I say, for 21 days. Because at least it takes 21 days to impregnate your subconscious mind. That mm-hmm. your, your brain and the neurons, they also become one with that. Then you are the light. You are the love. You are compassion. You are powerful. You are working from divine will. And nothing can stop that because you see the difference. So your, your awareness 
and your consciousness leads your freedom based on what you don't went through. So because mm-hmm. your discernment is so keen now, mm-hmm. you say, where am I? Who am I? What can I do to enhance that? Because energy always comes back to you. If you are enhancing or you're contracting, it's, it's a choice. So this book is a template as to how you can work through when you decide to go into the divine aspect of that. And uh, mm-hmm. the book came to me, and anybody get a book, you open the book to the end of the page, I believe that it would talk, it would wake up to your divine self, you know, mm-hmm. going like that. Well, I have to say the book is very impressive, excellent information and so forth. So people <laughs> need to get the book and it will help them in their journey. Mm-hmm. No question about it. How does responsibility help refine our soul purpose? Okay, responsibility, without responsibility, without having responsibility, that you would never internalize the essence of that. Okay, so responsibility became all came back to responsible to be aware as to who we are and what we are. You got it. Mm-hmm. So I say the responsible, as I said when I was small in the South, it taught me how to be responsible. So we create our own reality. We are responsible for our happiness. No one can make you happy except yourself. Nobody. And I, well, that's the biggest thing when I teach people and I do workshops. Mm-hmm. Realize your thought, whatever you do. You're responsible for that. You can't hide from the energy. So once they realize that their thought, their action, their behavior will, will be boomeranging back to them. So please be responsible for your thoughts, your feelings, your beliefs, your action. So responsibility is the first key step to become a conscious creator of your life. We are creating what we conscious of or not. We must be that way, you know? Mm-hmm. Basically. Mm-hmm. So that responsibility really affects the way we Thing. And that brings me to, I guess, we need to think positively. And <laughs> that is essential for our energy, so to speak. It is, it is critical to be positive, to create up in the morning. I tell people, you know, I'm talking about, I say, what's the most important thing in your life? They're quiet mm-hmm. to give me different things. Right. They say they're family or they job, whatever it might be. I say, no, let's say correct. What's the most important thing in your life is your breath. Your breath, you'll breathe by the divine. You wake up, you, you inhale, exhale. Now the question is, what is your thought? Are you thinking divine? Are you thinking ego? It's a personal choice. Mm-hmm. Whatever you think, you are the creator. So thinking positive, you create kind, positive, loving experience for yourself because you are the generator, the creator, and the motivator of yourself. The question is, mm-hmm. do you have the power and the focus? So it's important to have clarity, to be clear, because the subconscious mind believes you, whatever you say, you feel it, it, it will manifest that. So please mm-hmm. have clarity, and that clarity gives you more focus, that focus gives you more power. Clarity, focus, power. Because those three things would affect you if it's not. Otherwise, you become a hamster going in a circle. You're going to run around. You think you're going to it's just a circle, you know. So mm-hmm. I encourage people to please have gratitude for your breath. Please, please pay attention to it. All healers, all the ancient people know breath is it, divine breath. It can it can relax you. It can calm you. It can tune you to your to your natural hidden psychic gifts. It can help you heal. It goes along with your visualization, breath. I teach people 
when you learn to breathe in, to offer your treat yourself in your body with love in your heart, I say, please, what is your color of love? So your love color, your love frequency with breath penetrates all your cells. It neutralizes and transforms all lower vibrational frequency. So breath, thought, focus, all of those things with clarity is very powerful. Positive thinking. Yes, Mr. John, it's very, very, very important. Yes. So true. Very, very true. You're listening to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. I'm Johnny Pant, your host. Our podcasts are available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitches Radio, Blueberry Podcasting, TuneIn Radio, MixCloud, Podchaser, Listen Note, and Hop Hopper. Here's a quick reminder to treat yourself to our heart-centered and passion-driven Inspiration for Better Living digital magazine at inspirationsforbetterliving.com. April's theme is Spring Magic, Nourishing Our Heart, Mind, Body, and Spirit. My guest for today is Dr. Paul Hanna. Dr. Hanna is a physician, master teacher, healer, spiritual qigong master, speaker, and author. He is a high-energy, creative, compassionate master teacher and healer who dedicates his generous life force to teaching people how to create the balance, health, joy, and prosperity they desire. Dr. Paul is a vessel through which energy, light, and love flows in abundance. When he smiles and shakes your hand, it opens your heart. Dr. Paul's remarkable awareness skills of his client as an energy being allows him to quickly identify blockages in their fields and lovingly guide them to make profound decisions that empower them onto the road to transformation. He holistically supports people and organizations, asking them to consider their physical, spiritual, and emotional choices. He combines his knowledge of Western and Eastern medicine to help others on their path to realization. Dr. Paul's latest book, Remembering Qualities of Your Soul, Joyfully Living Your God Self, is a recollection of successful principles showing us the path to reconnecting to our God Self through brilliant realizations and practices. Dr. Paul is also one of our featured expert contributors to our April Inspirations for Better Living magazine. Please go to inspirationsforbetterliving.com to read his inspiring and empowering story, My Life's Journey, in our Papa's Wisdom section. As for our kitchen table conversation this morning, Dr. Paul and I are talking about his remarkable life's journey and how we can learn to take brilliant actions in shifting our attitude to raise our vibrational frequency to live an inspired, successful life. Dr. Paul, how is receptivity contributing to us discovering our God self? It's, it's critical. It is of paramount importance. Nothing happened on the earth plane without receptivity. Everything that's alive on the earth plane is called receptivity. Now, human beings, you know, the egg must be receptive to the sperm. You're planning to get life in regards to planting something. Anybody, I'm a farmer. I know to plant mm-hmm. something, you must really like or all the way make the soil receptive to plant the seed. Everything of knowledge to life began with receptivity. You want to learn, learn and so how cultivating and expanding and purifying the God self, you must be receptive. And that receptivity is going to take the cap to have courage. And you must have confidence because you are surrounded in a sea of, should I say, seductive intoxication from social media and everything, even your family, everything. So the question is, can you, will you allow yourself to be receptive 
to the other aspect of your the entire aspect of yourself. It was required receptivity. So re, without receptivity, it's nothing. When I talk about it in your head, I mean in your heart. Your heart connect with love. So that receptivity, it is of the utmost. I tell everybody, people come in, you know, doctors and lawyers, and they want to learn Tai Chi. I say, leave your head at the door. You cannot <laughs> learn what I'm teaching you coming from to intellectualize it, to analyze it. You're blocking the energy. You must flow. You must glow. But receptivity is, is the basis to receive. You cannot pour water and the glass is already full. You got to empty it. It must be. It must be open. It must be receptive. Very true. When I talk to people about the power of unconditional love, you know, it's easy to talk about love, 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 and so forth. But the thing about it, and of course, my relationship with my nine moms, but the question is, is within ourselves, are we ready to receive love? Because you can go out there and ask for all the love you want. <laughs> But if mm-hmm. you are not open to receiving, then you missed it. That's why the key word, responsible, that's where from responsibility called balance. To be balanced and giving and receiving love it requires that. Mm-hmm. You can send it out, but can you receive it? I can receive right. it, but I can't give it. No, right. it's a yin and a yang. It must be a balance. So I read the right. key word. It's called balance. Balance right. is key. Receptivity is key. Responsibility key, clarity is key, focus key, power. Mm-hmm. So those are key words that's necessary at the foundation for cultivating your divine God, the God itself. Very so interesting. you're totally correct. Very, very interesting. Why is gratitude a necessary ingredient in the process? Because gratitude is a, is a soul quality that stands alone by itself. It's very powerful. It's a quality that we are given. You know, I think what uh, I like what President, uh, I think it was Kennedy said, you know, you give so much, but you're not trying to own it. You're just giving totally unconditionally. Use that word, your word, unconditionally. Mm-hmm. And so can you give, because you give unconditionally from your heart, to some cause? You don't want to be noticed. You're just giving, and that will change your attitude, giving unconditionally with the gift. And I'm grateful mm-hmm. to, to give as well as to receive. But right. I, I use the gratitude. It's very powerful that way. And it's a constant flow of creative energy that it just enhances cooperation and efforts, harmony that I call it, you know. It's mm-hmm. a big thing for me big, to have gratitude. And every day I have some of my patients and some of my clients and all of my students to write about gratitude every day when they get up mm-hmm. to keep them focused, to focus in their energy of being, being unconditionally, being effortless, showing that creative flow from you from your own heart, and I've mm-hmm. seen some remarkable, remarkable things getting up and making sure you appreciate the divine breath. Your thoughts are divine. What are you grateful for today, every day? And I've seen some big things. I've seen people <laughs> fulfilling, you know, someone trauma that's just got real bad hurt, and someone mm-hmm. got so many bad disease or depression or anxiety. It changes. That frequency changes. It's true. Gratitude changes your attitude and changes your, your, your vibration frequency. Right. To me, right. gratitude is a powerful thing. And when you can realize that, that you don't have time to complain, you take it away from the ego, from what you don't have, 
but you appreciate what you do have, and how can you maximize what you have to help somebody else? Right. And we right. like the law of energy. The more you give, the more you receive. Unconditional energy or money, whatever like it, but unconditional is the key to me with gratitude. And what you have, you appreciate it without judging it. You don't compare to nobody else, but they have mm-hmm. more than me. That's, that's not a word with gratitude. You appreciate wholeheartedly, and how can I use what I have to help someone else? Right, right. You mentioned earlier a little bit about clarity. How does clarity help us live our purpose? Well, in regards, if you don't know what you, if you're not clear about what you desire, you can't really focus on your purpose because your energy is scattered. So in one sense, mm-hmm. clarity gives you concentration. Clarity enhances your focus. It can expand your purpose, what you're talking about. So I ask people to be very clear. I ask that question all the time. Mm-hmm. I was even I talk about what you do when you have radiant health. What do you do when you get your your your, your much the money you desire? What is your purpose? Do you have courage about that? I mean, what are you clear about? You cannot if you don't have clarity, it's impossible to focus. With no focus, there's no power. No power, you're going to become a hamster in a circle. So let's get clarity very very clear. It's very clear. You say, are you clear where you desire to go? I mean, on a plane, you can't say, I want to go. You've got to be clear of your destination. Right. So you have that point. I mean, you say, well, I'm going someplace. Where are you going? I don't know. But you drive it. I have no destination. You're just driving. No. So I'm saying to be clear about cultivating and awakening and enhancing your own inner divine qualities. Be clear that you have that. You desire to do that. I didn't say want to. I say desire. Because desire is from the heart. When you have that burning desire, that burning desire will give you that discipline. But you know the seductive distractions that's totally out here. And if you don't have the power of clarity, the power of, dis- of discipline, or the power of determination, you're caught up again. You've treated someone who has an addiction. Are you clear you want to be sober? And they're clear for four to five days. That's study on that. After four to five days, they feel they can help someone, but they're not powerful enough. They don't have the power to do that yet. So be clear about your goal. Be clear about your vision. Therefore, you can enhance your process and purpose that way. Interestingly enough, what I gather is clarity is not external. It's internal. 100%. (laughs) It's totally internal. You, Mm -hmm. You have to make it. It's an internal affair because, you know, you have to be clear about what is the issue with desire. And I ask people, they come in with a vision. I tell you what, I'm going to close my eyes. I want you to make me see your vision with your words. When you have your clarity of vision, I can close my eyes and, my, and listen, or I can see. Oh, I see your vision. I feel your vision. As I said earlier in this conversation, when you can visualize, emotionalize, you can materialize, that vision must have clarity for you can definitely feel it. When you can feel it and smell it and taste it, it will manifest. So give me clarity to enhance mm-hmm. it with the vision. Most people are not that clear. I mean, you can walk in, tell me your, tell me your vision. That means you have some clarity. And anybody, mm-hmm. when you talk about it, anybody can feel it because mm-hmm. you're that clear. You, have, you, got, you put your heart emotion with it. And then the universe, based on quantum, it would make it manifest. That's not to stop you. 
Right. Because you're going through that invisible energy in all in our places, they crack in the in, in the galaxy. Do you have your vision? Nothing can stop them when you emotionalize it. It will materialize. And I encourage people, you have your vision. Make sure it's about helping you and the planet. Mm-hmm. Because if it's just you, it's coming back to burn you. Because mm-hmm. energy always returns back to the source. Mm-hmm. Remember, you created that. So create something that's using your gift that can enhance the planet. I say everyone got a thumbprint. Your thumbprint is so unique that out of all the 8 billion, whatever these people on this, on this planet, doesn't have one like you. So you are special. How to use your special gift to enhance you, your radiant health, your overflow for abundance to raise the planet vibrational frequency. That's what I'm about, raising the vibrational frequency for the planet. And I say when everybody has the sunshine love, be like the sun. The sun shine on everybody, everything on this planet. It's neutralized racism, sexism, ageism, political system. It goes beyond that. So be that clear in your vision that you represent that. Because if not, you come back and pay the price because you created that. Mm-hmm. Energy always, always like a boomerang, return to the sender. Yes. Very, very interesting. So what is divine will and the emotions that are connected to it? Well, divine will is that will that you decide to transcend all of the, uh, shall I say, the, 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 I call it the sensational attraction with the ego. Mm-hmm. If the will, what you make your mind, it can go beyond that. It can go beyond people, places, the thing. Because you have that power. You have that force. You connect with the divine source that pulls you through that. And that emotion is so that, like I said before, once you know you make that decision, you connect with the divine will, and you feel that, you're going to manifest beyond all of the distraction, I call it. We all have distraction. We all have, a, have something that's like we might say, well, that is my trigger. And let me talk about triggers a little bit. And if they become oppositional, i like for you to embrace it today. It's an opportunity to become more pure, more whole. And have gratitude for that opposition today because he's showing you something about yourself. If you get angry, frustrated, whatever it is, it's something that you haven't re- you need to resolve within you. You might get it for somebody else, but it's not them. They should, they should, they're a mirror off of you. Let that be an opportunity for you to expand your inner godness, godness within you, which should include that divine will. Change your mindset with that will. Whatever comes to you today is for your overall benefit or for your expansion. And that expansion goes not just with you. You are agent, a cosmic agent or energy agent for the expansion and raise the vibration of frequency of everybody with the underlying love. Very true. That's very, very interesting. How powerful is the energy of love? <laughs> you talk about language. I would say, as you mean, <laughs> I would say that if love is the most powerful vibration fixed on this, on this galaxy. And that's how I see it. You know, I see it that way because it has the power to neutralize, transform, and disintegrate all lower vibrational frequencies. And anything motivated with that true love, which is unconditional, beyond the, the, the carnal body, the ego body, is so powerful. And we know that because it aligns your other bodies. And when you come in line, this ease go away, or you have more comfort within yourself. True, very, very true. I ask that question simply because the foundation of your approach to everything is love. And yes. 
that's very, very important because then in understanding that energy, what it can do, it makes a huge difference. It, it is that I want people to really understand that you are the creator of your life. Divine energy gave you those powers, free will and choice. I ask you, what are you thinking? What's your choice? Be careful. When you see something not to your liking, ask yourself, where did I create that? Or ask yourself, what could I learn to enhance me, get it what I desire? Because some part, it was created out there. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about energy. And love will teach you the point. You go beyond blame with anybody else. <laughs> you, go, you go beyond blame. You start to claim and refine your life to you be in a state of calmness. So everything that you encounter, be it frustration, anger, joy, whatever it is, is a reflection of you. Right, right, right. It's a reflection of you. And so that, even that in the martial arts, I literally love Tai Chi Chuan. I mm-hmm. love Qigong. And so there's a thing called push hand in Tai Chi, you know. Mm-hmm. And you have to be so sensitive to the intentionality of the person pushing you. Mm-hmm. And you you can, like, you become borderless. They push you. You don't have no voice. You sense it. You don't have no resistance. But yet you still direct it. Follow it direct in this way. So remember what you send. Right. You send out of balance. It comes back to you. Right. Well, yeah. you're building courage within, and that courage helps you to have that sort of compassion in delivering the beauty of the joy that you're actually seeking. Am I right? I would say yes, 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 because courage, I like what Dr. King talked about. If you don't have the courage, you don't have the courage, listen very carefully, to live for something or to die for something, you're not, in his point, you're not worth living. You've got to have the courage to go mm-hmm. beyond all those things. And we're in the process of developing courage. It's also give you a, point, a sense of compassion. And I know mm-hmm. in my own stage of martial arts, in the first day, you learn. In the beginning, you learn the first H. It's kind of like Psychotees said, when you first learn uh, how to bite, a, when a puppy learns how to bite, they want to chew everything. So some beginner martial artists in their first level be a brown or black belt, they want to beat people up, not knowing the law of energy. Whatever you do, come back to you. And once you learn that law, that energy, then the next H is, you know, can I help somebody? Mm-hmm. Can I help? What can I heal? And the right. fourth thing is, the fourth one that I teach them, can you harmonize? So when you harmonize, you know, then because... You, you want to be in harmony with situations because you're in harmony with yourself. Then mm-hmm. you never show anything that reflects aggression because you're at peace and calm. When you walk in, you can come to the vibration room and you smile, you love, your eye contact. And I've been challenged many times. You come in and you say, well, and you know, someone come in your office, they're about 6'5", it's 300, they say, I don't like you. I said, <laughs> calmly, that's your right not to me. And he said, well, I want to do this. I said, well, that's a choice you take. And he said, man, I like you because you're not afraid of me. I said, oh, no. <laughs> and he said, I'll be told. You have to represent no threat but yet confidence. Right. You understand? You right. Have to have, you have to have compassion because that's one of the things I'm working on deeply this, this, on, in, in this cycle of life. And, mm-hmm. like, it's compassion. When you look at you have compassion, you see people where they are. You have no right to judge them. 
the question is, can you find a grain of something that you could help, that you see in yourself? Compassion. Compassion is a powerful thing. Because you're always looking, how do I connect with what's going on here? And that love seeks through. And you're always giving compassion and mercy, but you'll never be at the mercy, you know. Mm-hmm. It's very powerful. Yes. Very, very interesting. How does faith fit into the equation? Well, faith is having that belief. <laughs> for me, you know, I got a saying, uh, the about, I got an acronym for that. It's going to be one of my cups. I do a lot of cups, and this one said, Fallen <laughs> Angels into Heaven. That's what faith means to me. Oh, so wow. That, <laughs> <laughs> that, that is, uh, that's, again, there was a download came to me to say, well, it's when put it on the cups, put it on T-shirts. So I got yeah. it. So just put that out there. And so faith is a process. You know, you keep moving, even if you don't physically see it. You know, that's forces and that's laws. As long as you make that step. Like I told you when I was in Ireland, they said, there's a voice came in. Take the step, I'm going to lead you. There's a faith. You keep on moving. When you don't see the obvious thing, you just keep on moving anyway. It's like it's already there. So you will be tested. You will be challenged. Because you made a decision to come on the divine side. And I want you to smile when you get when you get that. Really smile because you're mm-hmm. on the right track. Because the ego does not want to lose control. So mm-hmm. it wants you still have to. So courage and faith and compassion, they all go in there for me. Just keep on moving. So faith is the energy of moving in when you don't see you don't physically see it. So it's a huge part of the equation of doing that. Very, very interesting. Do you have some energetic techniques you can share with us on connecting with our God self and eventually enhancing this divine connection? Yes. Uh, for me, I, um, I personally, I do a meditation, and there's mm-hmm. so many forms of meditation. So whatever we're going to do that makes you relax, and the relaxation enhances receptivity. So relaxation is the primary thing. Relaxation is calmness. So whatever people do, I don't say people have to relax, have to meditate, but they do have to relax with the focus, being able to receive the higher frequency. So I, I do meditation. I also do chants. I do mantras. So meditation, uh, I do standing qigong, uh, movement, yoga, whatever it is can make you relax. I understand those sub things can help you start moving inside to be calm, to be still to hear your own inner voice, to hear that voice that you know, to get the downloads. Mm-hmm. Those have been very beneficial for me. Relaxation, meditation, uh, tai chi, walking, sitting by the, <laughs> the lake. Any of those things to get you calm, I would say, mm-hmm. helps. is a big thing to help you move forward into that. Right. If, any kind of music. Some people got different music that change your brainwave. All those things are very people beneficial. But for me personally, the music, the meditation, the mantras, and my standing qigong tachi, those are very things that help me calm. And writing this book, what was it in this book is a download that it's like like the faith. I got so many things that was a download with, with clear acronyms, but powerful words to them. With the love, I got acronyms. With faith, I got acronyms. I, peace, hope. And it just came down. It's like it came down. I can see it in my mind. came from someplace. But it's very powerful that way because I was quiet. I was still. I was listening. I would encourage people to do whatever you have to do to get quiet. But in the morning time, I would like you to sit down and be quiet and make a decision who, what you're going to cultivate. That can help you. Right, right. That's true. Interestingly enough, it doesn't have to be like Tai Chi or Qigong and no. whatnot because no. it's that body no. in motion 
that allows you to be going internal. And the interesting thing about it is that it's like I tell people as well in terms of just imagine now, of course, nowadays people don't quite understand, but back in the old days, I know I was a child for that, but there's so much stuff in the air. And just think about it. It's like the old adage of turning the radio knob to pick up which channel, which frequency (laughs) to listen to. (laughs) Uh, And if you can imagine that, so that's basically what you're doing when you're sitting quietly and the answers are all around you. And and I can definitely attach to that because I'm just saying to you, (laughs) both books were like that for me. I'm just telling you, it came Mm -hmm. for me. And -hmm. I can get quiet and sing. You you and I can be talking about something and like breath. uh, It was Mm -hmm. flashing to my mind a download acronym, what breath is. I said, wow. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of that happened when I write my first book. I mean, the second book. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Where can someone go to buy your books, get more information about you, your various offerings and services, and keep up with your latest happenings? <laughs> yeah, they can go to handelsholistichilling.com. That is my website. And uh, you can see what's happening or will be happening. Um, let's go to with me. As I said, I'm updating my cups and things. I'm writing more about those kind of things. And also, I'm getting ready to write my third book. And it's dealing with shine, glow, flow. Mm-hmm. And so that is shine like the sun, glow like the moon, and flow like water. And I talked earlier, when everybody in this planet began to have sunshine love, we will have a, a more cohesive love vibration frequency planet because mm-hmm. the sun shines on everybody without any kind of creed, color, money, nationality. And when you can become glow like the moon, you align all your bodies, your, your mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual body. You don't get attached to one, say, your physical or your intellectual or your spiritual body. They must all be balanced. When you're not in balance, you cannot have the increase of frequency. And when you act and you flow like water, water is always, always moving forward. It don't get stuck in what you did last year, this year. It's always running to a larger body of water. It's always going down in humility within that so much power. And by practicing Tai Chi, dissolve his overcome the heart. I'm aware of those things. So I, I'm a, my system is a water system because mm-hmm. the cost of water, it flows, it's flexible, it bends, it's yielding. It's always seeking to bring things in to a larger body of, of water. So that's the book. As I'm getting ready to write that one. Uh, I also do workshops online, in person, private session online, in section. Either way, I do those things. It's on my website, you know. Fantastic. So that's basically what you will be doing next then. <laughs> yes, that is what I'll be doing next because I made a decision. I mean, uh, I'm expanding, you know, my comfort zone and that mm-hmm. I'm incorporated. I'm very comfortable with it as an MD. I got a lot of titles of MD mm-hmm. and being, being administrators. Now I'm going more into my gift. I'm, I'm expanding this. This is your opportunity <laughs> is great for me. And expanding and expanding because mm-hmm. right now uh, is to shine my gift or my light, my love, and to shine like the sun and go like the moon, flow like water. And I find mm-hmm. that I'm pushing that for myself to help people. Great. That's really mm-hmm. wonderful. As we're coming close to the end of the hour, since our show is about people, family, and living life, would you like to share a recipe for living with our listeners this morning? Yeah, I would definitely like to say that. I'd say to look up, we could put a whole lot of things on this buffet. And, like, you have to make a decision which way. We all have a choice. Number one, have uh, gratitude. Have love in your heart. Smile love in your heart. 
and each day make a decision which one you're going to cultivate, your ego mind or divine mind. And as you do that, remember that you're expanding that love throughout your body and throughout the galaxy. Just make a decision and make sure you're drinking that water because when you're doing this divine work, your body needs a lot of fresh alkaline water. That's mm-hmm. definitely hydrate a lot. And make sure, be like an animal, you get up, you stretch every morning. Stretching also enhances your energy flow and your awareness. Mm-hmm. You know? And each day you look at, what can I do to help somebody? Who, who did I help today? And you got to write out, how, what am I grateful for that I overcame today within myself to make me more of a vessel of vibrate more love, more light? What did I do? And did I have anything that came up to be that I felt in a way that I was judgmental, that I was being critical, that I doing something? Make sure you have the opportunity to transmute that with love and keep on going inwardly. Fantastic. So, Dr. Paul, thank you for the excellent recipes for living and for spending this hour with me on From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. To all our listeners, please join me next week, Wednesday morning, April 26th at 10 a.m. Central Time, U.S. My guest will be Rebecca Morrison. Rebecca is a mom, wife, and lawyer turned happiness coach. She believes everyone can live happier and easier lives by reacquainting with their authentic self. As the UC Berkeley Executive Coach Institute Certified Executive Coach and Author, Rebecca is passionate about using her experience and is on a mission to spread joy to help people discover what they need to live happier, lead happier, and build happier business using the principle of priority and line living. Rebecca and I will be having a conversation about her remarkable life's journey and her latest book, The Happiness Recipe, a powerful guide to living what matters. For additional information about this show and future shows, please go to from my mama's kitchen talkradio.com. Thank you for listening and have a blessed week. Dr. Paul, it's been a true pleasure, sir. Thank you again and have a very blessed day. Take care. Bye bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.